Welcome to today's episode of The Growth Zone. I am Christian Bartsch. What is the core benefit of listening to this show? Business leaders in corporate and privately held companies gain insights into trends and strategies that provide them with a competitive advantage in the marketplace. Each episode focuses on an area such as marketing, sales, innovation or funding that is absolutely critical to the growth of companies, whether they are startups or corporate global players, where management needs to juggle the challenges of market entry or knowing how to navigate the uncertainties of disruptive developments. Mindfeeding is where clarity evolves and helps solving organizational challenges. For those who listen to the entire episode, I have a special surprise gift. I am working on some great guests that are industry leaders in management, innovation and marketing. Let's get started on today's episode. So I'm here today with Lisa Sutton and we're going to be talking about five unexpected lessons Lisa learned from being the only woman in the room. Lisa, can you please tell us a little bit more about yourself before we go into our conversation? Hi, good morning. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, well, you know, as you mentioned, um, you know, I'm Lisa Song Sutton, and I'm an attorney turned entrepreneur. I have several companies that I've started in the Las Vegas area, and uh, they're diversified. They're across real estate, food and beverage, retail shipping, and e-commerce. And um, I'm also a former Miss Nevada, a former Miss Las Vegas and a former Miss Nevada. Um, during that time with pageantry, I did nearly 500 community appearances, volunteering in schools, reading in hospitals, and working with countless nonprofits. Great. So, um as I read in your uh, notes that you had been sent, you had mentioned that, um, of course, sometimes the challenges in workplace, especially for women, of course, is that there are usually um, many men in the room and, of course, a different world because, of course, leadership has to be used to the situation that, of course, um, more women are now going up in the ranks, they have more leadership positions and uh, they have as well other talents that can complement uh, the man in the boardroom and uh, actually uh, not just um, nice to have, but actually can provide quite a competitive advantage for companies. So can you please share with us your five lessons that you've learned from your experience over the years that you've been in business? Sure. Well, I mean, there's there's so many lessons, but certainly, you know, the main ones that jump out for me, um, I started my career in law um, before getting into business and starting my own companies. And um, I'm so grateful that I had that experience because oftentimes um, I was the only woman in the room. And um, one of the key lessons I learned, the first lesson I learned was that um, there will always be perceived deterrence. Um, so whether it's because, um, you know, others think that you don't know anything because you're, you know, perhaps inexperienced or maybe you're new or maybe you're new to that particular firm or situation, um, or simply that you're 
that you are the only woman in the room. So as a result, um, there's no way that you could bring value or be able to catch on with what's going on. And, um, you know, you can't control what others think. Um, but what you do have to do is prove your value. And um, I think the best way to do that is to be ultra prepared, to make sure that you know everything that you're there to know inside and out as much as possible. Um, and don't BS it. Don't fake it. Um, if there is something that comes up during the meeting where you're asked to point blank a question on a topic or a piece of data point that you don't have in front of you and you don't know, it's okay to say, I don't have that right in front of me at the moment, but I will get that to you by the end of the day. Um, I think oftentimes uh, women sometimes will be put in a situation where they're asked a question and they get caught off guard and they kind of mumble and stumble through something um, and kind of make it up as they go. Um, and I think that's the worst way to discredit yourself. Um, anytime, especially if you are you know, the only woman in the room, you want to make sure that you are there to prove your worth, prove your value and make sure that you're knowledgeable. Uh, one of the, you know, the second lessons I would say that I've learned is um, to make sure that you double down on your strengths. Um, through that process, um, you have to come to know yourself and you have to realize, you know, what you're good at, what you like, um, and how are you going to be able to provide value in a situation? So double down on your strengths. Um, it's okay not to know everything off the bat, but you do need to know why you're there, why you're in the room, and how you'll be able to utilize that to move forward. And the third lesson certainly is, is talk their language. Um, what I mean by that is that you have to figure out what the main objective is there. Um, for example, when I was working at the law firm, um, I was a young associate, I was 25 years old. And um, for example, we had a client there that only wanted to work with male staff and male attorneys. Um, he was in his 70s, kind of grumpy guy, very old school, and really just insisted on working with all male staff only. Um, and of course, you know, it made someone like myself feel uncomfortable because it made me feel like he didn't like me, right? So I steered clear. And then there was one day my boss at the time came to my office, knocked on the door, and he said, you've got to take this guy's deposition. There's no one else available to do it. Um, you know, he already has the questions. He's already prepped. You just literally need to hit record and run through the questions. This is not difficult. And I was like, okay. And so I go in there um, and we're seated across from each other. And I asked out of courtesy, do you need anything before we get started? And he said, yes, I'd like a cup of coffee. And I said, sure, no problem. So I buzzed in the admin. She brought a cup of coffee for him. And as soon as she left, he looked at me and he said, I want you to go get me a cup of coffee. And I remember feeling so mortified in that moment because, um, you know, what do you do, right? There was a part of me that was like, well, maybe I'll just get up and go get this guy a second cup of coffee because he's belittling me and I don't know what else to do. Um, but I didn't do that. And instead I looked at him and I said, I bill out at $450 an hour. I can go get you a cup of coffee, but it will take me about 15 minutes to do so. 
do you want me to do that? And we just kind of looked at each other. <laughs> um, and then he, after some time, he just waved his hand very dismissively. And I took that as an, an action to proceed. And so I just hit record on the recording device that was on the center of the table and jumped into the first question. And I'm so glad I had that experience at the age of 25 because, like I said, it taught me that lesson of, hey, talk their language, right? Like, there's a reason you're in the room. There's a reason that you're there. So figure out what that objective is. How do you get the job done? How do you get the deal done? Um, and, you know, some people, you'll never change their mind about you or about anything, right? So how do you talk their language? Um, and this man was you know, shrewd enough that he didn't want to pay, you know, $120 or whatever it would have been for this cup of coffee just to belittle me, right? That wasn't worth it to him. <laughs> um, so talk their language. Uh, the fourth lesson, I would say, you know, get engaged with the community. Um, this is something that I think it's really easy for us to forget when we get bogged down in the minutia of being, you know, busy in business or our jobs or entrepreneurs, um, we get so wrapped up in our own little bubbles of what's going on right in front of us, and we forget to see what's going on outside of our bubble. Um, get engaged with the community. Um, as a former Miss Las Vegas and Miss Nevada, like I said, I did nearly 500 community appearances, and I was traveling all across the state, visiting schools, volunteering in hospitals, um, and I got a chance to meet so many wonderful people. Uh, people who I otherwise would have never have met had I not been out, been volunteering, helping with these nonprofits. And, um, you know, tangibly, it also led to incredible business opportunities. And again, ones that would have never come my way had I not been out there getting involved and getting engaged. Um, so, you know, I think women especially, we get so wrapped up in our bubble. We're busy with jobs and home and families and you know, whatever else, your dogs, whatever else you have in your life that you have to take care of, um, remember to take some time and volunteer with the community, even if it's like, you know, once once a month or um, anything, it's really important to do that, to get outside of yourself and uh, figure out how you can give back. And, you know, there's also a, a, a great reward, I think, too, because you end up meeting other people that you otherwise would have never have met. And who knows what that leads to? Um women in particular, especially in regards to being the only woman in the room, is um, to make sure that you practice self-care. Um, you know, this is tied to my previous point, which is, you know, we get so wrapped up and um, oftentimes it's hard to find just a moment for ourselves. Um, the way I combat that is that I take time for myself in the morning and um, I like this little trick. It's like a gratitude trick. Um, I try this tomorrow. Um, as soon as you wake up, get your phone, which we all do, right? We all grab our phones and we either look at the time or we turn off the alarm or whatever it is. The first thing usually people do is grab their phone. When you grab your phone, send an outbound text message to someone that's important to you. Um, my mom and I, we text every day, but, you know, maybe it's a parent, maybe it's, a, you know, a, a loved one or a sibling or a best friend um, or even someone you haven't talked to recently. Um, but they're still important to you, send them a text message and just say, hi, good morning. I hope you have a wonderful day today. And 
that has been my 10 second way of like cheat gratitude journaling. And it really does tangibly set your day off on a positive note, positive intention. Um, so it sounds really cheesy, but try it. And um, I think you'll be pleased with the results. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Makes quite good sense. Uh, because then really you're, you feel confident and you're ready for it. And uh, it doesn't matter um, whatever kind of background you are or gender or whatever. It doesn't matter because you're ready for it. It's about getting the job done and solving the problem for the client mm -hmm. uh, or the customers and so on. And not just uh, focusing on, on stuff that's actually not really um, supposed to be part of a business issue. Uh, whether you are an attorney, entrepreneur, or an employee in some kind of position, it doesn't matter. And um, yeah, speaking of that, um, what would you recommend for women who um, are entering the work environment, for instance, becoming engineers and, and entering an, an environment where traditionally there are a lot of men there and they um, they don't want to be the, the nice thing there uh, to look at, but actually to be part of the community of let's say maybe nerds or so because women can be as well if they are absolutely into technology and and uh, all these other things they can be nerd nerdy as well it doesn't mean just because they're women that they're not nerdy enough to to join in the talk with the with the guys who, who are passionate about their technology or passionate about e-commerce or marketing or hardware or sort of stuff what would you recommend i would say the best way for you to fit in and, and get along with your colleagues um, is to prove why you're there. Prove your value. Prove how smart you are. Show them how smart you are. Um, and take that opportunity to uh, provide a reciprocal um, work relationship where you can learn things from them and they can learn things from you. Um, you know, it doesn't have to be a, a pinpointed markedness of gender, right? Like, Or a man and I'm a woman and and we work together that doesn't even have to be part of the conversation it's more about well what's your level of experience and where have you worked before and what's your favorite thing that you like about this what's the least favorite thing you like about this um, and then you get an opportunity to you know get to know them on that professional level and it has nothing to do with gender yes so um Definitely, that's that's a great uh, great thing. And and as you said, uh, you worked as an attorney, had all these different experiences. And when you think of it, um, being an attorney is all isn't an easy job either, because you have got, of course, usually it's a conflict situation. Whether you're interviewing a client, you're interviewing a suspect or somebody who is from the other side, you're in a court situation or anything of that ilk. It's sometimes as well stressful situations. And that's the key important thing, of course, to be focused on your key objectives and what you're doing and not uh, think, oh, am I good enough? For my, uh, are they going to take me serious or whatever? It doesn't matter. It's, it's key. Just get the job done and, and do it well and see that you get the best outcome for your client. And that's what you're, why you're billing a good amount of money. <laughs> and as an entrepreneur, exactly. it's the same thing you want as well to to solve the problem for your client that's obviously worth for him or her to actually spend a good amount of money on something and get it done and they're happy and they say yes it's a, been a good decision to do business with you mm. 
Absolutely. Yeah. So um, it was great having you here on the show, Lisa. If people want to connect with you or find out more about you and what you do, how can they actually get in contact with you? You can find me on social media. I'm on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, um, at Lisa Song Sutton. I'm also on LinkedIn as well. Uh, please feel free to reach out anytime. And um, I, I love using my social media as a place to not only show items that are important in my life, but I also like to use it to provide actionable tips in relation to business, real estate investing, um, just overall, you know, life motivation. Um, so please feel free to follow me there at Lisa Song Sutton. Awesome. Awesome. So, Yeah, it was great uh, talking to you. And I'm sure sometime in the future we'll be talking about similar topics as well. And yeah, have a great time. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of The Growth Zone with Christian Barge. Thank you for listening. Please leave a review or rating here on iTunes or on podchaser.com. If you found the content helpful, then share it on social media. I would like to invite you to follow our show so that you don't miss the upcoming interviews with leaders in the market. Simply visit the website follow.pr mediareach.com I will be adding the link also to the description of this episode so that you just need to click on that link. For those of you who are listening and signing up to follow the show, I have reserved a free copy of the ultimate guide on content marketing. This is the strategy that got me top corporate clients like McDonald's, Linde, Hewlett-Packard, Deutsche Bank, Volvo and many others. That strategy has been working for over 10 years. It also got me contacts with police, transport authorities, military and several universities and even leading research institutes. For sure, it also worked wonders as it got me many small, medium-sized entrepreneurs and enterprises as clients. And that even included international clients from all around the world. The link to sign up for our free broadcasting service and the guide is follow.prmediareach.com That will give you access to the most recent version of my ultimate guide on content marketing. You can follow me as well on Twitter by using the Twitter handle CAPBarge. That's spelled Charlie Alpha, Papa, Bravo, Alpha, Romeo, Tango, Sierra, Charlie, Hotel. Yes, that is CAPBarge. Charlie Alpha, Papa, Bravo, Alpha, Romeo, Tango, Sierra, Charlie, Hotel.